0: Commercialappeal.com, featuring the Tiger Basketball Podcast, the Grizzlies Podcast, Chris Harrington's Pick and Popcast, the Tiger Football Podcast, plus interviews with newsmakers, exclusively at CommercialAppeal.com. The following is a CA original. This is the Grizzlies Podcast with the only beat writer the Memphis Grizzlies have ever known, Ron Tillery. All right, I call him the dean of defense, better known as the Grindfather. We got Tony Allen. T.A., you know, there's there's been, let's just start here. Uh, there's been a lot been said about, you know, Vince turning forward and all that and his health, but, but how are you been holding up this season?
1: I've been cool. No major concerns for me. I've just been trying to listen to my trainers as much as possible and
0: stay in the weight room. Going back to training camp, you said at the start that grit and grind is not dead, and some people have wondered if it was on life support. So let me get your update on the condition of grit and grind. It seems like you guys have really struck a balance on how Fizz wants to play and then being who you are.
1: We're never going to go away from who we are, obviously. I mean, yeah, Mark stepped out, shot a few threes. Zebo stepped out, shoot threes. But at the end of the day, teams know us and going to remember us and prepare for us for being tough-minded defensively. I don't think too many teams are thinking we're going to have a, a fast-paced game where we're going to score going to be 125 or 121. Although we're capable, but for the most part, teams prepare for us and understand that we stick defense and That's part of the grit and grind. I mean, it was never an offensive thing when we said grit, grit and grind. Grit and grind was just basically holding out, on the defensive end, and coming in with heart, no matter who the opponent was, even when they counted us out. So when they say grit and grind dead or anything to that nature, you're going to always have to hold your hat on the defensive end. And that's what we got out of the ride.
0: It was about a week ago. I think it was when you guys played the Spurs. Charles Barkley on TNT said he believes the Grizzlies are the third best team in the West. Where do you see this team as stacking up in the Western Conference?
1: I try not to pay attention to any of that type of stuff. I just look at us as each game is a stepping stone for us to get better and I mean we competed with just about anybody minus the I would, I would say the, our blowout losses and our uh, losses that we were supposed to win things of that nature. I thought we didn't have the right focus and, you know, wasn't prepared. Well, no, let me not say prepared, but wasn't just mentally prepared to, to go in there and battle for 48 minutes as a group. I think we right there with just about anybody. We beat all the top teams. We competed with just about anybody. Now we could just build more consistency. I, I, I believe, you know, sky's the limit for us. we taking each game one game at a time and just competing the best way we can.
0: You talk about preparedness, and I, I think most people would say that Fisdale was prepared to take this job. You've played for some great coaches. I mean, Doc Rivers, championship coach. Lionel Hollins pushed you guys. Uh, I don't want you to compare. How would you sum up Fisdale so far?
1: Fisdale, he's a straightforward guy. Sometimes I don't be wanting to hit that, you know what I'm saying, criticism that he come with. But uh, he got an even balance and, you know, making you feel good and telling you what's real. And he do it in a manner to where you know, he could pull you to the side, talk to you. He could talk to you in front of everybody. He could call you out in a film session, and you understand that it's for the better of the team. So I like Fizz. I like his style of coaching. Like I say, he's just a realist so far. I can't say anything bad about him simply because of the fact everything he's witnessed and been through as an assistant coach, he's given us detail of it. You know, when we face similar battles, I like how he used those similarities to his old club and to now. And he put us in those moments to where, you know, you want to go out there and uh, play hard
0: and give 110%. We all chasing one ultimate goal, and that's the trophy. So I could relate. You guys connect beyond people, like, on that championship level. Is that something you're kind of alluding to? Like, when he's talking about things that champions go through, exactly, you, you, you exactly, totally get it.
1: Exactly, exactly. Like, he would give us scenarios of what LeBron and D-Wade and how they was feeling when they were losing. You know how they got relaxed when they was on a high wave, and, and, and teams came in there and snuck them. And uh, he also talked about you know losing in the finals, which I'm very familiar with. I lost in the finals in 2010, and I, it's just a lot of his stories I can relate to. And when he brings those stories up in front of the guys, guys tune in because guys want to get to that that uh, stage where he's always reminiscing about. So he keeps us engaged in that fact, that fashion, and. Uh, I don't know. Like I say, he's just been a, a, a realist to me.
0: If you use social media, I think, in a very constructive way. People appreciate how you use social media, and you expanding your horizons to uh, Instagram. What's the video thing you're doing? Uh, uninterrupted. And the other thing, the other video, um, Periscope. Periscope. I'm having a some-timers moment here. <laughs> so, what's your approach to social media?
1: None. Just to giving them, just giving everybody a, another side of me. You know, a lot of times people see me on the court doing crazy things, some crazy, something like, something to make you say, "What is going on in Tony Allen's head?" You know, and it's just give. It's just a platform to let you know I am um, a man of God, regular guy, got kids, got family. Live by the good book, and pretty much, I'm just like anybody else, working a nine to five. I'm fortunate enough to play in the NBA through the grace of God, but I'm just a normal guy. If you think I'm crazy, that's on you. But if you get to know me, you know I'm a regular guy,
0: just normal. And I love playing defense. <laughs> so you're not offended when people say that's Tony doing Tony things.
1: No, I don't <laughs> You've even heard that right. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I. I've, I wouldn't even... (laughs) It come with the territory, man. Like, it ain't... I can't get mad about nothing. I just understand what it is. You know what I'm saying? I understand that everybody is not going to like me. I understand a lot of people do love me. I understand that a lot of people are going to get frustrated with me. I understand all that. But at the end of the day, it come with the territory. Social media is just like a platform. Social media basically express how I'm feeling and what I'm doing and how I'm hanging.
0: Another thing people get to see on social media is is uh, what a cool father you are. I mean, you, you have an older daughter, but we see your son fresh, right? Fresh mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, how proud are you to be a dad and how devoted are you as a dad, if you would just say it in your own words? I mean, that's what I'm playing for. That's what I'm living
1: for. That's what I'm I'm, 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 I'm working hard for. I'm working hard to, you know, to mold him and to be in a great young man every day is a is, is a is a grind in being the father you know what I mean I mean changing diapers and and letting them know what he can and can't do and can and can't say and it all go hand in hand it ain't easy you know so my little man Andre Fresh
0: it's my pride and joy they tried to make Jamal Franklin the grind son but I think we're seeing the real grind son because Fresh got a lot of personality
1: yeah, he got. He a,
0: shy. Yeah, he got a lot of personality. <laughs> He's funny, man. Um, but for the most part, uh,
1: no. I mean, I, when you say the grandfather, you know, it, it's come from the, the one root. grand. I've been grinding. I've been grinding since I got here. And that's what I'm going to continue
0: doing. And like I say, grand, grand is a way of life. It can never die. We can end on this note. Obviously, it is what it is. You're on the last year, your deal. Uh, Zach's made it be known that he wants to retire, Grizzly. Um, I gotta it, believe it's mixed emotions because you won a championship with the, C- the Celtics. Uh, you've created a, a movement here uh, with the grid and grind. How do you want to retire? <laughs> I ain't thought about
1: that. You know, I'm just right now I'm grinding for the grid. and I plan on continue grinding for the grid. I hope and I pray I'm still grinding for the Grizzlies, but the fans know I'm a Grizzly. I'm Grizzly Blue, man. You can't change. I ain't ain't out past Grizzly Blue, man. Grizzlies is what it is. I
0: reckon with Zebo. Tony Allen, appreciate you. Get more Grizzlies news right now by listening to Chris Harrington on the Pick and Popcast at CommercialAppeal.com or download for free on iTunes, Google Play Music, or your favorite podcast app. This is the Commercial Appeal.